Mike, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you so much. Did you just tell me you were having a water fight and that's why you're soaked in water? <laughs> I mean, the hair's, the hair's all wet. Uh, I've got the, got the, the water marks in the t-shirt. Um, just had a water fight with my little man, so he's, he's down for a nap now. Very thankfully. good. Very good. Apart from uh, water fights in the sun, don't you think, uh, don't you think just generally the weather and uh, the relaxed lockdown uh, sort of restrictions are just make it, I mean, yesterday we just felt a hell of a lot better as a family. I think it just, the weather's helping, get, being out a wee bit more, it's just helping everybody, right? Yeah, definitely. I think as humans, we like doing our own thing. Uh, and yeah. when we're restricted, I guess it's like animals, we shake the cage. Yeah. Um, and as soon as the cage is open, you know, we're back to doing what we do best. And I guess it's a nice, it's a nice pressure release for a lot of families. Um, you know, I've heard some stories of people putting on PPE and being able to share that hug with a family member that they've not seen in months. Yep. And I think that speaks volume, volumes in itself. Um, you know, it's that connection, it's that face-to-face -face interaction that you can have as many Zoom calls and Skype meetings as you want, but until you're standing face-to-face -face with somebody, that's the experience. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think this weekend especially, it's brought a lot of happiness to the nation, that's for sure. Yeah, totally, totally. Have you, have you and the family found, found out anything about yourselves during this period? Is there anything that you've learned or anything you're gonna, that you're now doing and you're going to keep going as lockdown sort of disappears? I'm actually not bad at arts and crafts. Right. And, and you can actually make a toilet, room, toilet, room, toilet tube holder into like a, a bird feeder. So I never knew that. Um, right. But in terms of a fam, family unit, I mean, we've been, we've been really tested a lot. Uh, we were in a position where just when lockdown started, we found out our son was undergoing some uh, difficulties uh, through, uh, you know, we, we got told that there was some bad news coming. So it's been tough, that, that interaction with the, the hospital. I wasn't allowed to be there. That was really hard. But yeah. it showed us that we have so much more strength as a family unit that, you know, we were able to tackle that together. And, and I think if lockdown hadn't been in place and things were to just be normal, it could erase tension, arguments, disagreements, but sometimes you just have to accept the situation you're in and just deal with it as best as you can. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, we, we're in a situation where my, my son uh, stays with his mother out in Kemney, but he came here once he'd been isolating for a while. So we've had him for two weeks, which has been absolutely magic. Um, and just, oh, just, just having him around and, and being around and doing things with him has just been a, an amazing uplift for us. So, yeah, just, just great. Um, have you so, found out? Uh, have you found out a bit about yourself then? I, I think so. I think one of the things that that really rings true for me is, from a business perspective or just a social perspective, is. Um, is how, how this situation has lowered a lot of barriers, a lot of traditional commercial barriers. You know, you work for someone, I work for someone, we don't speak. Seems to have been slackened a little. So, you know, I've been running these, these, um, these crux casts now since, well, February. And um, I don't think I've had anyone say no when I've dropped them a little nice note to say, do you fancy coming on for 20 minutes of your time? I, I know in the past there would have been an excuse there would have been, oh, my diary's too full, you know, sort out my PA or whatever. People are just like, yeah, ping me an email. I'd love to talk to you. So there's, there's, been, there's been a sort of a lid lifted on 
restrictive conversation, which I love because I love collaboration. I love connecting with people. So yeah. I hope that continues. From a personal perspective, got back into art and pictures and painting and music and stuff like oh, that. Brilliant. Going to keep going. Um, so, so um, yeah, and I, I, I'm going to share one thing. I know he goes on about it all the time, but one of the biggest things that I've, I wouldn't say learned, but started doing during lockdown, which is a game changer that I will, I know that I will continue doing this, you know, till I'm a pension or till I'm pushing up daisies. And it was, it was Thor Holt, Thor Holt that put me onto it. I knew about this guy. I'd seen him on podcasts, but I never knew he had an app. And it's the Wim Hof app. The, the Dutch, okay. extreme, he's a Dutch extreme athlete that, that's, he's an older guy, but he's got all sorts of world records for um, cold, cold temperature sport. And like, he's got the world's record for, I think it's the, the longest human contact to, to snow and ice while he's like just in a pair of shorts. He's got breathing techniques and he does these cold water therapies. And uh, his, uh, his app is absolutely a game changer for me. And, and it involves breathing and cold water showers, like cold, cold, the coldest. Um, it's, but it's, it's fantastic. It's funny you mentioned that. Um, I, actually, I actually know Thor um, from years ago, over a decade ago. Uh, from doing fitness training um, so he's, he's an incredible guy really inspirational guy he, he, he knows his stuff um, but throughout my, my fitness career as such you could say before the whole oil and gas stuff and I still do it now ice cold showers for me are a game changer yeah um, yeah because it really it puts the pressure on your breathing you know yeah we take we take our, uh, our breath for granted every day because we do it subconsciously um, if we're awake or we sleep, we're always doing it. But touched on things like mental health, if you can focus on your breathing and really engage with that breath, if you're able to control that, it does help control so many different emotions. It really, really does. It's, it's very much that mental stimulant. And being able to have a cold shower and then try and control your breath then, yep. <laughs> uh, yep. that is a proper test. Yeah. Uh, and it, I just think that's hilarious to mention that. It's something I, I do every day. Oh, fantastic. Um, certainly yeah, really no. good, really good. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about without, uh, without going back to the very start, but you lead up and started Man Up Speak Up, right? I did indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Man Up Speak Up is, let's call it a mental health movement. Right. Yeah, it's called a mental health movement, and that movement is going to go forwards. Uh, and with that, we want to carry the the kind of force that is going to hopefully break down the stigma attached to mental health. And our our movement goes through the the offshore oil and gas, energy, maritime industry. Um, that's certainly what we're trying to drive. Now, the word "man up," uh, it's not masculine. It's not male. It's the phrase "man up." Um, and anybody that's been in the industry or even in general in Civvy Street is they'll hear the phrase man up and it's more to do with like effort and it, it belittles people yeah. uh, and I hate that you know and I've heard females get it said to them you know man up and it's like shut up <laughs> you know like <laughs> don't tell me to man up ask me what's wrong and I'll tell you and we'll have a conversation yeah. and hopefully we can rectify it and move forward um, but I started the group up mainly down to my own, my own challenges that I was going through. 
and I found myself in a position that I was in that being in the industry, I've got two choices. I either leave and do something else or I stay and do something about it. Now, I'm very much a, a doer and a why man. Now, if there's a question to be asked, I'm going to question it. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to ask the question. And for me, uh, there's not enough being done. You can say, you can donate, donate money towards a mental health organization through Mental Health Awareness Week. That's great. And because these organizations, they need the help, they need the funding, they need the support. But when that week's finished, why is it not getting spoken about for the rest of the year yep. until maybe someone dies? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, there's not that preventative measure is not really there. It's more reactive. Um, and, and that's a trend that goes out with mental health in loads of different things in the world. We're very much reactive towards things um, because we need that physicality. We need to see something before we do something about it. Uh, and at Man Up Speak Up, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a, a really strong small team so I've got uh, two females, one Claire Eckert Turnbull. She's a, a crane operator that works in the industry. So she's a female that works offshore and is an absolutely incredible individual. Um, you know, she, she's went through her own challenges in life and with her own mental health. And she is a powerhouse of a, of a woman and really knows how to, you, you know, tackle these things. And another one is, is Kirsty Smith, who her dad... Uh, before I uh, before I knew it, her, I found out her dad actually worked in the oil and gas industry. Um, so I called Kirsty at half five in the morning one day. I said, "Look, Kirsty, I'm I'm started this group, and I don't know why, but I believe you're the person that needs the help. And anyone that knows me knows that I'm a phone call guy. You know, I, I'll just pick up the phone and I'll call you. We'll have a conversation. It could be for three hours. Um, but I called it half five, and from then on, myself, Claire, and, and Kirsty, we've been trying to basically grow conversations organically. So I'm not going to tell you, Eric, if you have mental health challenges, you have to speak. No, no, no. What we're saying is it's okay to speak up. Yeah. You know, and that's very much the message that we're trying to drive. Uh, we try and encourage peer to peer engagement. None of us are pre- professional mental health counselors or have degrees and qualifications coming out of our ears. Mm. But we care. We actually give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the biggest things. And because we don't do it for any financial benefits or anything like that, I guess it allows us just to, to have the conversations that some people might not want to have because they're too worried. You know, and yeah. it's a, a lot of people I know in the industry, people say men don't speak. And false, I do agree with that. 75.2% of our members in the group are men, and that's out of 813 members. Wow. So I would like to say I disagree when people say men don't speak because I do think that people choose to, to look at things in their own perspective or maybe a guided perspective. Yeah. Uh, and that, that comes down to social media and society. And again, that's something I would question. Um, you know, it's maybe going a little bit off on a tangent here, but for me, social media is probably one of the most beneficial things out there. Um, just before lockdown, you probably would have seen millions of people all across the world saying, Facebook's this, LinkedIn's this, 
Instagram's this, Twitter's this, and now they've they've relied on them. You know, you talk about you talk about key workers, you talk about NHS, you talk about all these guys. What about the people that like started LinkedIn? Yeah, they're key workers because it's it's given people a family, an online family, a portal into conversations on any level all around the world. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I you know, um, it. The, the numbers are staggering when you look into it. Four and a half billion people in the world have the internet and 3.8 billion people you actively use social media platforms as part of their daily life. Um, and, and you can see that social media has absolutely changed the world, um, completely changed the face of the world. This isn't going to go away. It's just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and more usable and more user-friendly. You know, we're already seeing, you know, so domestic interaction is very much social media uh, integrated and business interaction is becoming social media in integrated as well. There's a massive shift towards social sales and marketing. You know, companies are completely changing their budgets, not budgeting anymore to have articles and magazines and all of that and putting all, changing all of their sales territory into online. It's massive. It's absolutely huge. Absolutely massive. You're absolutely right. And I think as well as I speak to some people and they say, uh, you know, oh, Facebook ruined my relationship or what a load of crap this is or, you know, LinkedIn's only for business and all that. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And that is where you've got the imagination, the creativity, the freedom to basically be yourself. Now, Social media, it does have its negativities, um, as does everything. Uh, you know, I normally find myself getting trolled on LinkedIn sometimes, which can be a little bit frustrating. Um, but that allows you to, to have a challenge of allowing it to affect you. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I've, I'm thankful for all the people that have given me abuse and said all the negative comments because... It allows me just to be comfortable with who I am, and and when you balance it out, you I got I put up a one post that was a positive post, and I got forty five comments that were horrible, absolutely horrible, but I got one hundred and twenty comments that were good, yeah, and reached over one hundred and ten thousand people. So, do I tune in forty five comments and think, oh my god, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, you know, or do I think? That's over 110,000 people I've seen that them negative comments are coming from those people and that's their objective in life is to maybe bring someone down. And, and that's what, when I have conversations with people that do struggle with people's opinions, I try and get them to focus on the opinion of themselves. Yeah. And then that's when you get an option of, do you agree with that people's comments or do you disagree? And most of the time they would say, yeah, I disagree with that. I'm like, okay, so if you disagree with that, and don't care about what they're saying. If you feel comfortable within yourself, surely that is the most important thing. Always. Yeah, absolutely. I just sometimes wonder what's in people's heads when they, I mean, it's, it's, I, I totally agree with the whole free speech thing. And if you see something on LinkedIn, which you think is offensive or you totally disagree with it, have an intellectual debate with the person. That's what the media platform's there for. But I don't, I, you know, to be honest, I don't understand the, the trolling. I don't understand trolling for trolling's sake. I don't get it. I don't understand what anyone gets out of that. It's, um, it's, it's quite disappointing, really, isn't it? I guess 
everybody has the things that make them tick um, or, you know, I don't know, weird things they might like. So some people might just enjoy the whole concept of bringing somebody down for the day. Mm. You know, it could be on their list of challenges. And I guess if you look at everybody's got their own personality and their own stories, it's just going to be a page in yours that you're going to flip and just continue on with the rest of your chapter and journey. Um, one thing I would always say to people is don't avoid it. It's easy to avoid it. Um, but it's something that you're going to get to a position where it's unavoidable. And then all these things that have mounted up, that's when the sucker punch comes and it's a painful one. So if you're able to acknowledge it in small stages, one at a one, one bad comment, uh, one bad video, one dislike, um, if you're able to do that slowly, you're actually developing yourself. And personal development is one thing that anyone can do. Um, but if you're not able to acknowledge these negative things, it's only going to be a matter of time before the carpet gets pulled underneath your feet and you're going to fall on your backside and no one's going to be able to catch you. Um, you know, and, and like I said, that self-development is, is something which negative people bring in their negativity. They're helping you in that process. Yeah. You know, so now when I see that negative comment, I'm like, this is brilliant. You know what? Thank you for that. Thank you so much. And I actually, Eric, you'll like this. I've done it last week. Very, very occasionally, I, I respond to negative comments openly. Right. Um, not because I don't want to interact, mainly because I don't have time. I don't see the point of wasting my time if, to somebody that's got bad things to say. Go and do your own thing. I yeah. genuinely don't care. But a guy said something that was really to the bone. Um, and it was, the, it was the day, the morning I'd read it was the morning that myself and my other half, we went to the hospital. Obviously, I wasn't allowed inside. And we were waiting to hear results back to see if my son had potential leukemia. Um, thankfully, he doesn't. But that Good. guy, that comment on that day. That just got you, that just got you raw. Yeah, and I used it as a, a learning curve, as a, okay, I'm experiencing this, and if somebody was to experience that, what would I say to them? Because if I react, I'm not, I'm not swallowing my own medicine. You know, I need to practice what I preach. I need to stay strong. I need to stay true to myself. It hurt. Yeah. It did hurt. But if I was to then vent to that guy, I'd be putting all my shit onto him uh, he didn't deserve that you know that that wouldn't be fair to do that i'm not going to make him bad for what i was going through yep so i absorbed it and last week uh i sent him a message and said i'm not going to name him i said hey how are you doing just wanted to touch base and see if you're okay uh and it was an in-mail private in-mail because i'm not connected with the guy and he said uh sorry i don't know who you are how can i help and I responded, exactly, you don't know who I am, you know nothing about me, but three weeks ago, you took it upon yourself to leave a very, very nasty comment on a post that I put up that was all to do with positivity, yep. and I just wasn't, I can't remember how, how the rest of it went, but I said, look, I don't feel that comfortable you doing that towards anyone else. I says, I'm now in a position where I, I do feel comfortable within myself, but last year, that comment could have ended me. Yeah. That could have brought me to ending myself. 
So I'm going to leave that with you. But please, the next time you put a comment like that on someone else's page, have a little think first. And he, he responded back in, in just, oh, you know, if you've been offshore, you know how it is to have a laugh in the banter. It doesn't, it doesn't cut with me. I've, no. No. I've done my basic army training. I've been offshore. I've, I've played at the highest level of football. I understand banter. If, if you ask anybody, they, they'll tell you I'm a joker. So I understand that. Yeah. But to go out your way to bring someone down, you know, that's bang out of order. Not funny. Not cool. No, not um, at all. Not at all. And it happens. You know, and that's what I mean. It's one of those things you can't really avoid. You know, um, you know, especially if you're if people are watching you, especially on social media, people want to bring you down. It's part yeah. of the it's part of the, the game. You know, yeah. they want to bring you down. Stay on your feet, stand tall, be brave. Stay on your feet, stand tall, and be brave. That might be the theme for this little cruxcast. I quite like that. Um <laughs> there you go. <laughs> in fact, it is. We'll just decide that now. We'll just decide that now. Stay on yeah. your feet, stand tall, and be brave. Listen. Just in closing, as, as we come out of all of this um, this hardship that everyone's been through and some of the horrors that families have experienced and that businesses and individuals are going through just now, what are your hopes for the, the sort of near future as we come out of this? What do you hope to see we get better at and something that carries over through this lockdown? I think you're that's going to be you're a hopeful guy. One. Always hopeful. Um, this is going to sound probably a little bit contradicting, but I always expect the worst and hope for the best uh, in every single situation. Uh, you know, so I always, I always approach everything with at least two different views on absolutely everything in life. Um, I hope, I hope people respect people more. Right. But I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I hope people appreciate going outdoors and seeing how beautiful the world is. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, <laughs> You're killing me here. You're killing me here. Give me something. Give me something solid. Okay, so the, only, the only reason I say it, especially about the environment. So along with Man Up Speak Up, I run a group called Community Cleanup. Yep. Um, so I get people out in the, the open, around their environment, openly discuss everything, a bit of fizz, a bit of uh, physical activity, when they clean up the environment. Now, because I'm, obviously, I run this group and I see everything all over the world. In the UK especially, just this weekend alone, I've seen, let's say, over 100 posts of litter everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And not just a couple of bags of litter. I mean mounds of trash, non-recyclables all over. So that's the flip side of, running these sort of groups is you promote the good stuff, but you see all the bad stuff and yeah. it's very hard. So I hope people get better at doing these things, but I can't see it happening right now. Okay. We need to be able to reflect first because we're reactive. What needs to happen is there needs to be more litter. There has to be more, there has to be more and more and more. And then people will look back at lockdown look at where they are and then hopefully they'll start to see the bits in the middle. Yeah. Do you know, because just now we don't have anything to really reflect on other than we've been stuck inside. We've had one day or one weekend where it's been good weather and that's all we've got to go on. So it's very hard to predict what people are going to be like. 
I think people morale will be high, uh, and that's good. People will see their families, and that's good. But then you get hit with a lot of negatives as well, and that's obviously going to be the pivotal point where maybe in a few months we'll look back and start to see the true reflection on what lockdown has. Yeah, sure. But that's that's my opinion. So I hope that all these things will happen, but I know it's not going to happen anytime soon. It's going to be another three months onwards. Okay, you know? okay. Uh, that's, some, that's some good insight into what your thinking is. Um, listen, thanks so much for sharing some time with us today. I think it's been excellent. It's been good to get some of your positive vibes. Um, <laughs> um, people can get hold, How can people get hold of you? Um, so in terms of Man Up Speak Up, Man Up Speak Up is the, it's a private Facebook group um, which you can find. Just search Man Up Speak Up on Facebook. Uh, we've got a, an open page, which anybody can kind of look at, but then a private group. There's obviously some strict questions to get through because um, right. we, you know, we have to appreciate the members' privacy. Um, or you can contact uh, Man Up Speak Up uh, through email. So info at manupspeakup.co.uk. Or if you want to contact myself, uh, just look me up on LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm, I'm dotting about everywhere. Uh, and let's have, you know, always open to have a chat. Always. Perfect. You said something earlier on. Stay on your feet. Stand tall and be brave. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Hey, Mike Scott. Thank you. All right, man. <laughs> emotional. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, man. See you later. Take care.